The 419th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use promo code CFBX. And next, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog, pick them in college or NFL, and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Yo, Degenerinos, as I'm losing my voice as I start the episode, an auspicious start. Uh, this is the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 419. I was dedicated to Canadian rock legend Chris Murphy. Of You may know him from the band Sloan. You probably don't know him at all, but you should. Um, he's very nice to my son, and he was very nice to him once again last night. We spent a couple hours hanging out with him after a show, and he's a very nice man. He even sent my son birthday presents, so it's pretty cool when you're... I, when you're 13 and your rock idol is actually your friend. So this goes out to Chris Murphy, who doesn't listen to this. He listens to my other podcast because I talk about him on that podcast. So thank you for coming to this one. This is an MMA podcast. Sometimes we talk about other things, but not as much as the hockey game and podcast. Those guys, the first like 50 minutes of the show, they talk about golf and stuff. Those silly guys. Good, good listen nonetheless. And they always shout us out. So this is a very rambling intro. This is like old times here. Did I tell you who I am? I'm Jeff Chalksbox, in case you wondered. Um, you think I would be better at hosting shows after 400 or so, but nope, I just do it. I just freestyle it. I think I better bring in my co-host because this is getting worse by the minute. Um, it's, this is his time to shine. He got the Gumby God train back on track last week with the, uh, Dana Rick series week six. It was a bit of a better week action in the cage picks came through some, some decent, decent showings hopefully it continues this week i don't know if any of his quote-unquote guys slash girls are on the are on the card this week he will let us know very shortly when i stop rambling but whoever is on it we're going to pick you winners hi gumby how was that for an entrance that, an you're I can't you're all it. you're all over the place uh how is yeah. that i'm i'm drunk i i will <laughs> i'm not <laughs> drunk that's the hockey guys once again that's the hockey gambling guys that are drunk. i, I I'm uh, drinking I w- pepsi zero or something I, I will say this is uh, that was one of the better episodes for talent. Like uh, Pul- Pulaski yeah. is clearly going to be very good in the UFC, especially at straw weight. Now that she's out of uh, flyweight when she fought uh, Jesuda Vicius. Um, I really like Jan Matsumoto. Matsumoto seems like he's the real. Di- Actually, I think Casey Tanner could probably beat dudes in the UFC, uh, even though he lost that fight uh, in Yanta continuing to just run through our uh our peruvian gauntlet of brand new stars uh you know like kept that going so yeah exciting on all fronts yes it was um thoughts on this week i i see there could be a an, an addition to the simp stable in the in the degens uh, people were <laughs> if they should take a bjj um a woman who is 
top in the world in BJJ. Uh, people are thinking about making simp bets on her or not. But uh, any any top shelf talent, any quote unquote people who have it on this episode? Uh, I think one probably. Uh, I'll get to Is it. The person I was talking about or not? No, I I do. No. Uh, I mean, we'll get to talking about her. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll reserve my my excitement uh, for when we talk about it. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Um, so it, once again, we're talking about Dana White Contender Series. Week seven is is going down this week. Um, and like I said, things have started to turn around a little bit with the picks, which is good. But it's definitely not anywhere near last season or past seasons. He sees, well, this is, you know, we're looking back in hindsight uh, on some of the seasons on, on the prospects that came off it. But uh, maybe, you know, this one will age better than, than others. But uh, this was a... Uh, NBA draft, NFL draft, any sport draft, it would be a weak draft class thus far, right? So far, yes, I do believe yeah, so. This is this is no LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh year. I don't think so. No, no. Or, that was yes. That was just one episode last year with uh yeah with Jesudavicius and uh Jelton and JDM all yep. on the same one. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. Yeah, it was very good. But we're gonna have fun with it nonetheless. Because it's better than talking about Bellator or whatever else we'd be doing on this episode, right? That's correct. Yes. It's well, always Bellator is running. Isn't it? Bellator is running like they have like something like 20 fights or something on the card this week, I think, don't they? Yeah. 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 That's how that's how they <laughs> fill their stadium is that they make sure that uh, some O&O fighters. In the world. Uh, yeah. Every, some O&O Irish fighter brings all 12 of his siblings <laughs> to come watch the, the fight. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's just it's not good. <laughs> but also I'm hearing uh, people are speculating they are are ramming as many fights as they can on the last because uh on these cards because it could be their last cards that they're going to run period and they have contracts to fulfill with these fighters i have no idea if that's the case <laughs> it, you know it, it's speculation that might be why they're ramming as many fights as they can down on these cards because the rumor is either pfl is buying them a sure lock lock a lock dog or <laughs> they're, they're going out of business another lock dog so the lock dog came in discord yesterday didn't he was yeah, that, well, was, was that guy serious? He wasn't joking, right? The I don't guy who asked for a lock dog. I don't remember if he was or not. Um, it's sometimes <laughs> hard to tell. But did you see? There's yeah. a fighter in week eight called Lock Dog. Yes, that's insane. <laughs> that's our spirit animal I'm of the so, Discord. I'm so excited because <laughs> oh, then, man. then when the guy comes in, we just drop that dude's name every exactly. time. <laughs> oh man, it's yeah, it's so fan. Is that's his nickname, obviously, right? Yeah, L O K. Or is he from Thailand and he has a an interesting name? <laughs> no, no, it's L O K dog, lock dog. Right. Oh yeah. man, that's gonna be so great. That's like made for us. This is crazy, Gumby, isn't yeah. it? It's one of those dumb jokes that works so well for us. Yeah. <laughs> and there's about what ten of us that that'll enjoy the joke. Yeah, his <laughs> name is Vin- in the Discord. His name is Vinicius Oliveira. Uh, so, right. yeah. that's not fun. No, that's just a dog. Brazilian name. Lock, lock dog is way way funner. That we should start a company. We should be sponsored by someone, a company named Lockdog. Should we not? Yes, we should. <laughs> if there isn't a company named Lockdog, we, we definitely should start one because that's a that's a winner, for sure. Um, but we are sponsored by a company you may have heard of called DraftKings. There's a good chance you've heard of them, and we are back with another week of football. And DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet five dollars and get twenty dollars instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. And uh, Cowboys are probably... No, are the Cowboys done by now? By the time but, this is dropping? Maybe. 
by the time the majority of the people hear this, they give them week they three. Give a week three pick. I mean, are the Cowboys? <laughs> okay, Cowboys. Always. Yes, that's true. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. With code SGP, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And we're brought to you by Game Time. You want to spend some of that money you want on DraftKings and take your special someone out to a, an event, then Game Time is the place to be. Game time, because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time's the place for that. Maybe you like want to go to uh, like a regional MMA event only a couple hours away from one of your best buddies' <laughs> place, but you don't want him to know about it. Game time's the place to be, right? <laughs> That'd be the place I would go, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> game time is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. I've used that. It's lots of fun. Uh, buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code S. Oh, I messed up again. I'm like a robot here in auto mode. It's CFBX, CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account, and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I'm just kidding. Gumby didn't ghost me. It was a romantic LFA weekend for you, correct? <laughs> I, that's correct. No, I, you, you uh, have a good wife that you have a good wife that's into those things. That's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. For 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 our anniversary, we did go to Niagara Falls, but then then for the the cherry on the top of all of that, after dinner, we did go to see LFA. Which, by the way, sick knockout in the main event. I don't know if you got a yes. chance to was see it. Was that the switch? Was that the switch? Not spinning, switch kick. The spinning spin? back kick. Spinning back kick right yes. to the face. Fifty-one yeah. seconds in. Um, and it's Rashad Evans's uh, godson. Rashad was in the oh, corner. I didn't yeah, know that. Cool. Rashad, Rashad was there. So that was uh, also pretty cool. Were you there for work or pleasure? Uh, just pleasure. I didn't take a, okay. I didn't even get a uh, press pass like I sometimes ah, can. I just, uh, yes. I wanted, it, it was a romantic week, dude. <laughs> yes. He, he had a bloodthirsty wife who, uh, who craves more violence, more violence. She, did she have just bleed painted on her forehead at the event? <laughs> no, she, she sadly did not. That's, I made her watch classy. it off. <laughs> she's a classy lady. You didn't come across to my side of the border either. No, my, I found out as we were leaving that my, uh, passport had expired. Expired quote unquote, everyone expired. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure I don't, I don't travel enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> it expired. It got taken away is what happened. But anyhow, <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not make rumors up. Gumby is the, a, a good clean leaving guy. Uh, all right. Enough nonsense, enough prying open Gumby's private life. Dan White's Tuesday night contender series. Is your, do they still call it Tuesday night? When, I think I that's think mostly do do dropped. That. Yeah, I think it's just D yeah. DWCS. DWCS is here again. He wasn't at the fights last night, was he, Mister DW? No, he he seemed to be absent. I don't know what that was all yeah. about. Remember when he would he be? Yeah, it stopped a few years ago. He used to be at every. It stopped before the pandemic even. He used to be at everything, and I guess it got to be too much when you're old. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing he had some other uh, the stock just went live. So I I'm wondering oh, if, that's right. <laughs> if if he had something to do with the merger or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, or or Blackjack was calling his name again. Who knows? Who's to say? Yeah. But anyhow, he he will be uh, more than likely he will be cage side for this Dana White's Tuesday night contender series, aka Dana White's contender series. Um Tuesday the 19th, 
that may be the best part about it is the fact it's on a, a Tuesday night. <laughs> that may be the uh, the kicker. That's what we've, uh, or especially Jong, maybe not Jong, but people in Discord have been preaching to other non-UFC uh, promotions. Don't run UFC nights. Run other nights. Like run weeknights, like Tuesday, because people will get more into your product um, if if you do. So that's one of the selling points here of the content- Tuesday night contender series. Um, Tuesday, 8 p.m. is the start time. Five fights as per usual. I'm very rambly here. Let's start off with Flyweight, shall we? Eager to Silva versus Yonta Silva. We got Silva versus Silva. Violent. Yeah, you you can you can call Igor Severino. He usually goes by Igor Severino instead of oh, De okay. Silva. Okay. Uh, Yonta Silva has a Italian flag, but he fights in Brazil. Is that right? Is he Italian Brazilian Brazilian Italian something like that? That one is uh, perplexed me. I tried to get to the okay. bottom of it and could not. <laughs> okay. All right. So there you go. Um, but yes, Tapology, who's usually very good with these things, have him listed as Italian, but they also have him ranked in Brazil. So, and he has he has the name of a Brazilian too. So, who's to say? Um, all right, this is a flyweight, as I said. Um, Silva versus Silva Vods. We're going to start. You know the odds I take it in all the fights, right? We're not going to make secrets here. Uh, I don't know the most updated ones, but like, yeah, yeah I generally you know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll start with Silva, not Da Silva. Silva. So the Italian Brazilian Brazilian Italian is eight and one, five knockouts, one submission, never been finished in a fight. He's won five straight fights, won his last via TKO, has not lost since May of 2016, was a regional champion. Used to fight at 115 pounds. That would be strawweight. Uh he's at plus 155. Da Silva, seven and oh, three knockouts, four submissions. So he's finished everyone. Regional champion. He's not fought since August of 2022. Used to fight down at Adam Weight as well. Strawweight, excuse me, as well. Six years younger than Silva. Two inches taller minus 188 for some reason the resume pick has me going to the dog here the italian brazilian silva i'm gonna go to the favorite uh i i I like severino here igor da silva severino um for a bunch of reasons the biggest one being uh younger taller faster hey that's that's what i go with usually younger taller faster shoot the box guy um it's really hard not to love a younger taller faster shoot the box guy Um, but in addition to that too, like he's very patient. He puts combinations together. Good. He's not really fast, which is maybe right now. What I think is like his ceiling as far as like what, what's going to prevent him from shooting up the ranks at flyway, but he's fighting a guy who's slower than him. So like even the thing that he does worst, I think is he's better here. Uh, Jonta also just like backs up way too much and tends to be hittable when he does back up. Um, so, like, I, I just don't see any way that Jonta Silva pulls this out because he also, like, it's not like he wrestles even. Like, he, he in fact, he's got pretty poor takedown defense. And I've seen I- Igor Severino even get a takedown or two, especially, like, singles when he catches kicks and stuff. His top grade's not great, but it's, like, good enough that he could be on top of Jonta here. So, I, I think uh, I, I think Da Silva is the rightful favorite here. I'm kind of surprised he's not a bigger favorite. Um, but I think it really just comes down to like his pace and forward pressure should be enough for him here. All right, there you go. And for people who haven't listened before, my picks are, aren't really picks. I just based it off of the paper, the resume picks, but they have actually been winning this year. That's what kind of season we have on, on uh, contender series, but just, I'm not watching film of these people like Gumby is. So there you go. All right. Uh, we are going to lightweights. Kayin Krushewski, Krushewski. Is it like Mike Krushevsky? Is that how you say it? I think it's Krushewski, but I could be Krushewski, wrong. Krushewski, yes. And they're, they're trying to tell me he's Brazilian. 
Are there flags mixed up this, that, this week? That, That's that, last, that last name is not Brazilian. <laughs> no, they have him listed as Brazilian versus an American, Dylan Mantello, an American, and that's 155 pounds of lightweights. Tell you about Mantello, very good nickname. Do you know it, Gumby? Mantello, is, is it your mom's favorite fighter? Uh, no, that's a good nickname, though. The Quiet Man. I think his Instagram handle is your mom's favorite fighter. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> um, he's quiet yet de- deadly, apparently. Uh, he is seven and two, four knockouts, two submissions. Never been finished in any fight. He's won three straight all via finish. Is regional champion or was a year younger than Krushewski, two inches taller, plus 185. Krushewski Bahia is the nickname, which is a region of Brazil. So this is even more confusing now, right? I mean, it, he's Brazilian. He just probably has like a Polish dad or something like that. Yes. Um, he's 14 and one, four knockouts, eight submissions. He's been knocked out once, so he got stopped in his one loss. He's won three straight, and he's gone five and oh with one no contest over his last six. No contest was actually a loss, and then his opponent failed a drug test, I believe, um, if I remember correctly from my reading. His last official Loss was December 2019. He's won three straight fights via finish. Was a regional champion 2013 pro MMA debut, minus 250. Resume says, go with the favorite, Krzyzewski. And I'm going to differ with the resume pick again here. I'm going to go Mantello. I, I think, um, you know, I, I think Mantello has some skills here that could potentially give Krzyzewski a little bit of issues. So Krzyzewski is a guy who he, he likes to stalk his opponents down and like push them back up against the cage. And the thing about Mantello is he he fights with a very wide, like, karate-like stance. So he's hard to crowd uh, for that reason. And one of the things he does really well from that wide stance is he throws a jab, which, again, is going to deter somebody from overly pressuring and putting too much pressure on him. He circles away well. I think he's... The thing is, I think both of these guys are a little slow. Uh, and I don't mean to keep using that, because I said that about Igor uh, Severino as well. I, I think both of those guys are kind of on the slower side. But, like, I just think Mantello is, like, a little more crisp on the feet. I don't know that Krzyzewski is going to use enough of his grappling to, like, for that to matter at all. So if we're just talking about striking, we got, like, a stalking guy who's a little bit sloppy. Um, and, and I don't think it's going to be able to fast enough to overwhelm Mantello. Um, and Mantello pumps a jab really well. He does all the basics really well, which is, I mean, what you're going to get out of a Ray Longo guy, right? Like, he's a Ray Longo taught striker you're always going to get like nice crispy striking out of them, at least from like a rote standpoint. So I think he does all those things well enough that I'm willing to take a ride on him with this. Uh, you say 185. Like, yeah, that's like a nice line for, uh, yeah. for considering how close this fight is. Did you say um, when you were starting off your, your uh, breakdown there, did you say the resume pick is wrong once again? Is that what you said? I, I, I am going anti-resume <laughs> pick twice. I didn't say it was wrong. Okay. I said I'm going to do Good. it. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I, was, I was about to push back with some stats, but I won't, Gumby. All right? I'll, I'll let everyone think that uh, that you're smart still. Okay? Because you sound smart. These are good breakdowns. Hopefully these things actually, hopefully these fighters actually fight the way that they're supposed to fight. Oh, they will not. They they will not fight <laughs> both do in any way, shape, or form. No, they mostly did they, last week too. The the two yeah. I missed, the two I missed, like one guy, AJ Cunningham just got caught, and Nevish uh swarmed the kickboxer Denise well, uh just not successful enough. So like yeah, I, I think yeah. uh yeah, I, th- I think they're doing what they're supposed to. Yeah, it used to be that used to be a thing we'd have to worry about in past seasons because Dana didn't give out contracts to everyone back then. So you'd actually had to uh, impress him. And he loves blood and violence and sloppiness. 
Um, and then it it's switched. So he was giving contracts out to everyone. Now it's kind of back to not everyone gets one. So yeah, who it's got to be confusing, right? Going into this as a fighter, you got to like have no idea what to do or what to expect. Yeah, most of the guys I've talked to have just said like, we, I'm just gonna go fight. Uh, and if yeah, it happens, it happens. And, and like you yeah. you can't force it. So uh, I think nope. that's the right the right method there. You never know if Dana did uh, good on the blackjack table on his way into the into the fights or not. So that's uh, a lot of times I think that's what um, decides these things. So hopefully all of you have decided to use Hall of Fame bets. If not, let me tell you about it again. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN and get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over at Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to 100 bucks. So Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, on to uh, she is possibly stable worthy of people in the Discord are deciding just based on betting on her and whatnot. Uh, Talita Alencar, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu world champion versus Stephanie Luciano. Uh, Alencar's coming in here on short notice, right? I forgot to mention that because uh, Luciano was supposed to fight someone else. Yeah, Luciano was supposed to fight uh, Fabiola Padrini, uh, who is an Italian fighter. And uh, she had to pull out. I'm not 100% sure the reason, but she did have to pull out of the fight. You're sure she's not a Brazilian fighter? I'm pretty sure she's not a... <laughs> this week, <laughs> you never know. That name that name sounds know. more Italian. <laughs> uh, Mama. All right. Uh, let's go with Luciano first. Rodina. Rondina. So little Ronda is the nickname? Little Ronda. Yep. Have we talked about her before, or is she just another one? No, of it's just another one. Plethora of Rondas. <laughs> it's just, just another one. A lot of them are Brazilian, too. There's a lot of Brazilian Rondas running around now. Uh, Luciano is 5-1 with two knockouts. Never been finishing a fight. She won three straight fights and gone five and zero oh with one no contest. Oh, sorry, I'm reading Krushewski's again. All right, Luciano five and one, two knockouts, never been finished in a fight. All that is true. She's won two straight. Regional champion, also has fought professional in Muay Thai. Nine years younger than Alan Carr, four inches taller, plus two hundred five. Alan Carr four and zero oh with three submissions. She also is a professional grappler, multiple time Brazilian Jiu Jitsu world champion, minus two seventy five. Even though. Jiu-Jitsu doesn't work. I'll still take Alan Carr. Yeah. So here's I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Alan Carr officially here, but I'm also going to caveat it heavily. Uh, Ooh, I would not okay. I would not play Alan Carr at that number. Um, okay. Th- th- that's that's an insane number to me. Um, because if you look at Talia Alan Carr's last fight, like go back and watch it and watch how bad she is on the feet in that fight, and have any faith in her. She fought Kelly Armson. And Kelly Arnison is two and three pro fighter. Um, now, granted, her losses are to Mardik Man and, and Tabitha Ritchie in addition to Tilly Allen Carr. So, like, it's not the worst run of to be two and three. But, like, 
on the feet, she looked completely outmatched. She did eventually get a single leg and work to the ground, but like Luciano has like some decent work in the clinch from her time as a Muay Thai fighter. I wouldn't say she's like good in the clinch, and it's most likely that Alan Carr is just gonna get her down at some point in time and win the fight there. But if for some reason Luciano comes in here with like higher takedown defense than you want, this negative 275 is gonna look like the neg- worst negative 275 you ever played. So, like, if you do want to lay on Alan Carr, maybe look for the sub prop. Keep it out of your parlays. I I can't stress enough. I'm going to pick her in this one. But, like, keep her out of your parlays. She doesn't belong in there, especially at that price. But you're not not being brave enough to actually take Luciano here? I I mean, like, I'll say this. If the money comes in on Alan Carr, um, like, I think it is. Like, the money's definitely going to come in on Alan Carr. And I can get Luciano at 300. Because I think that that's what I'd need maybe to be like, ah, that's worth a stab. If she makes it up to 300, I will. you will probably see me in the Discord talking about sprinkling on Luciano come fight time. Oh, okay. There you go, people. You're going to have some people uh, hissing you and pulling their swords out if you do that. But we shall see. And maybe not to you. Uh, you're revered in the in the Discord. All right. Second from the top. Not going main event. Second from the top. Jacoby Jones. The C is capitalized versus Daniel James Allen. I kind of want to um, root against Jones because if he makes the UFC enough to type his name a bunch, I'm going to keep forgetting about the capital C. But anyhow, that's but then you'll get to name. then you'll get to be able to talk to me about his nickname. Oh, okay. Let's go. Let's let's go to the spreadsheet and read about his nickname. Oh, yes, I remember. We've talked about him before, haven't we? We have, yes, many times. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to tell you about Allen first. Four and zero with two knockouts. Used to fight at middleweight. Four inches taller than Jones. Plus two fifty. Not a lot of info on Allen. Jones, Big Toe is the nickname. I remember the nickname. I don't remember why. I still don't know why. It's just, okay, a, great nick- it's just a great nickname. <laughs> Come on. You have all these Contender Series guys on your show, and you can't get him on just for the nickname? I got no big toes. No. I got no big toes. Yeah. Uh, isn't that your grandparents? No, that was feet. That was hands. <laughs> Old school people. Our, our hardcore listeners, they know what I'm talking about, right? They probably do. It's <laughs> an old episode. Hit us in the Discord. If you know what we're talking about, hit us up in the Discord. Why Why did we do that? Did we really have nothing? Because we, we used to have to fill in shows with time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't doing regional stuff, and that's true. We yeah. weren't doing anything other than UFC, basically, at that point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. We were just talking about my, Lots of my good grandparents' stuff. fingers. <laughs> yes, good times, good times. All right, we're going to talk about Big Toe Jones. He's 6-1, and one, two knockouts, two submissions. Three, he's won three straight all via finish. What is the LFA champ currently, right? He just won. That's why we talked about him. Yes, correct. Yes. Uh, four years younger than Allen. Minus three, three, three. There's a fun number for you. And I'm taking it. Jones is a resume pick. Yeah, I, I like Jacoby Jones a lot. I think, um, so for me, Daniel James Allen has just fought nobody. Um, and that's perhaps my my biggest worry about him. Because like sometimes you see a 4-0 in there and you're like, oh, he's a, you know, he's a tested 4-0. And like the records are two and four, zero and zero, three and four, zero and zero. Uh, and, and I'll be honest, if you watch that last fight he had, it was against a guy named Louis Vargas, um, who is now with that loss now up to two and five uh, and has, uh, you know, wins against, again, kind of trashy opponents and stuff like that. Um, but in that that fight, basically, Daniel James Allen looked listless on the feet, like he had no clue what he was supposed to be doing on the feet. And then would shoot a takedown and would get in on the legs and and then like just control him from the top and win the fight there. And the problem with that is, is that first of all, Jacoby 
comes from a wrestling background. He, he graduated from Cal state Pueblo. Um, and so like, he's got good wrestling. And in addition to that, he was up against a much better grappler than Daniel James Allen. Last time he fought, uh, JP level level um, who I was a big fan of and like really put Jacoby Jones through the ringer. But like that shows me Jacoby Jones is good enough to be here because he's been through the ringer and he's fought a bunch of tough out dudes. He's fought Mikhail Merdiros, who's going to be on the later season, the ultimate fighter beat him. Like I, 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 uh, contender series, not ultimate fighter, but like, uh, Jacoby Jones is testing. He's got the wrestling defense. I think he's going to be a little bit sharper on the feet. Uh, am I thrilled about the number? Maybe not, but that's better parlay fuel for me than Alan Carr is. All right, there you go. Take that. More shade thrown at Alan Carr. Um, all right, main event time. Is this the worthy main event on this card? I think so. Big yeah, sloppy. yeah. I don't know if they're sloppy. I was going to call them sloppy heavyweights, but no. None of these guys are, are hashtag chunky guys, are they? Um, Velasco isn't not a chunky guy. Yeah, okay. He's, <laughs> he's a dad. A dad bod, perhaps? Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, <laughs> <right>. okay. <laughs> We we objectify the the men on this on this podcast, not the women. Um, all right, main event heavyweights: Shamil Gaziab versus Greg Velasco. Three five minute rounds. Both actually, we got American and a Russian. I'm guessing, right? No, Gaziab. I think he's from I think he's from Bahrain. If I'm not right. correct. No, oh, not I don't mistaken. know that flag. Yes, Bahrain. That's a cool flag. I'm sure my son would know it, but I don't know that flag. Interesting. All right. Um, let's break her down, shall we? I'm going to tell you about Velasco first, I believe. The Viking King. We've talked about him before as well. He's 6-0, three knockouts, two submissions. Won his last fight via TKO. That was for the CFFC Championship. So he is the, is he still a champion or do they relinquish when they go to the Convention Series? I think, I think they're more open to having like a, uh, a late replacement when, when they go in yeah. or, a, or a interim championship. But like, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, because even if you win on Confederate Series, you may not get in. I guess heavyweights, you're going to get in. But he's a plus 360, so maybe a good idea to, to hang on to that belt, at least uh, according to the the bookmakers. All right, Gaziev, 10-0, seven knockouts, two submissions. He's won two straight fights via knockout or TKO. He's an inch taller than Velasco. Minus 549, there's a fun number for you. Resume says, Gaziev. I, I'm going to be honest. I, when I saw Velasco uh, was going to be on Contender Series, he, he kind of got circled for me as an auto fade because I thought the books were going to love him. Um, but like they obviously they do they not. don't. <laughs> they do not. Um, but like what I've seen from him on on, you know, when he was fighting for CFFC is just like sometimes he looks like he knows what he's doing, and other times it's like his wrestling's not great, but he's good at jujitsu. And so when he can get somebody down, that's great. But he doesn't box particularly well. He's fought kind of low levels of competition. And Godziev has fought some really good guys. He fought Darko Stoizic in his last fight, knocked him out. Um, you know, he, he's clearly got a mixture of ground game, but also throws hard. My only slight hesitation on Godziev is like sometimes a little bit later in fights, he's looked really tired. Um, but even when he looks really tired, he's got crazy power. So I think he's going to handle Velasco pretty easily or probably knock him out. All right, there you go. Yeah, do you really want to um, bet a minus five forty nine though on a heavyweight? What's what's the knockout prop? Is there one posted yet? Nah, they're not posted yet. I'm probably looking at okay. him by knockout, or you know, I'll be honest. I might like the over in this fight because uh, sometimes Gaziev uh, takes a little while to get going, um, yeah. and Velasco can kind of stall out. Like you know, he he won. He's gone over around. 
Well, I guess that that one was under a round and a half. Um, but he's he's like gone a little bit later into fights sometimes. So I think he it probably maybe Godziev in the second round if I want to get real fancy with the prop. Um, because I, I think he's going to knock him out once he, he builds up some momentum. There you go. Fancy, fancy picks. Um, all right. We're going to recap y'all picks. Uh, Gaziev, we'll just go with Gumby's picks because they are the official ones that are actually have some, some thought behind them. Um, uh, Gaziev, uh, and then I stopped Jones. I forgot to put your name there. Jones, Alan Carr, but he's hesitant. Um, Krushevsky, Mike, Mike Krushevsky, no. You pick Mantello and De Silva. I'll do it again. Gaziev, Jones, Luce, uh, Alan Carr, Mantello, De Silva. The break, the wheels are falling off again. Um, so that are all your picks. Make sure you get in the Discord and chat with us about this and everything else underneath the sun. That would be sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Pop in and say hi. Even if you're just one of those creepers that just watch, like to watch, you can say hi or at least wave. Uh, Twitter, SGP and MMA Gumby runs that account. He's also a Gumby Reeland. I'm a Jeff Fox writer on Twitter and Instagram. I have a Substack, moneymma.substack.com. Give it a subscribe, free subscription. We'll get you uh, in the in the Pick'em contest and some of my articles. A paid subscription will get you everything I do, including my podcast and everything. And I have it as cheap as I can make it on that site legally. Thirty bucks uh, for a month, for a year for that. Um, and Gumby's got a Top Turtle MMA podcast. He has some. Contender series, upcoming fighters on it. You're gonna tell us about them right now because I already forget who they are. Because yeah, Therese Finney and Connor Matthews from Week Ten, uh, both kind of fun right. prospects. Um, week Ten, Connor Matthews. If he loses this time again, hockey, right? He's gonna have to go to hockey because that's where all the Connors are. Isn't that where all the Matthews are? Yeah, and Connors. Yes. Look at that. The, yeah, there you go. Um, see, I'm Canadian. Uh, technically. <laughs> All right. Uh, and our disc, uh, not our discord, our website, sports That's the place to go for every sport underneath the sun. We got you covered, especially NFL this time of year. Um, and the Patreon, uh, subscribe to the Patreon, get extra bonus content from Sean and Ryan sports slash Patreon. Help us crush corporate gambling. When are we coming back Wednesday? We got another fight night. We're back to the UFC apex. We'll break down the prelims and then the main card on Thursday. Until then, Gumby will bid you farewell. All right. I'm David Gumby Freeland. He's Big Toe Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Wednesday.